Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1034. Today we're celebrating the Friends of Steve McQueen Car Show that takes place on June 2nd in Chino Hills, California on the Boys Republic campus. You can learn more about this fantastic show at stevemcqueencarshow.com. Every day on this side of the lawn's a good one. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest, Chad McQueen. Hey, Chad, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Always a fun ride with you, Mark. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Chad McQueen is a race car driver, an actor, a film producer, and consummate automotive enthusiast. He's raced in many forms of motorsport, including motocross, the Baja 1000, SCCA, vintage events, and many other venues. As we all know, he's a huge fan of early Porsches. In fact, he still owns and drives his father's 58 Speedster around the hills of Los Angeles. Chad was a producer on the feature documentary titled Steve McQueen, The Man in Le Mans. You'll remember when he was last on the show, we talked about that. It's a story of a life-changing passion for racing and his father's involvement in the making of that iconic film in 1970, Le Mans. And you can learn more about the film if you go back into the Cars Yard archives and listen to show number 450, where we talked about it quite a bit. But today, he continues to support the Boys Republic, a place that turned his father's life around by putting the Friends of Steve McQueen car show on that takes place on June 2nd in Chino Hills, California, on the Boys Republic campus. So, Chad, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment share a little bit more about your career and your life and, of course, your passion for supporting the Boys Republic? My dad entered there. You know, he was basically... Uh orphaned uh he used to steal to to stay alive and the boys republic was founded in 1907 but just sees some to this day that he finds redeemable he'll put you in this place and my dad always said son this place turned my life around and he would donate pants uh, razors money under the radar back when he passed away he left uh, a good chunk of money and they built a big uh, recreation hall for him in his honor. But uh, so 10 years ago, Ron Harris, Peter Dunkel, and a couple other people, obviously Chris Burns of the Boys Republic, came up with an idea for a car show. Well, the first one, I think we raised $14,000. Now we're, you know, we're into the millions. And for the first time, Mark, in 70 years, they're getting a new kitchen. And that's directly because of the car show. And it's such a good car show. It's got a more of a, a county fair vibe to it. But you get you know, like my dad's XKSS was there last year, and that's a, you know, $38 million car. We've had the 917K there. So, uh, you know, we have all that, and we have Rove Airstreams, uh, vintage ones. So, again, the, the the date is June 2nd on Saturday, so you don't have to deal with traffic, and it's a family affair. Bring the kids, uh, and it's for a good cause. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Well, it's fantastic. And you mentioned Ron Harris. I met Ron a few years ago at Laguna Seca when I was at uh, Nick Hunsiker. I know he's a good friend of yours, his stand there. And uh, Ron came over, introduced himself. And I said, you know what, Ron, you need to be a guest on the show. And you know what? He was a guest a couple of days ago here on Cars Yeah. And we talked at length about the show and about you and everything that you guys are doing to help that uh, awesome school that really helps people assess them straight and uh, gives them 
opportunity for a great life. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. And I know when you're on the show before, you had a great one to share. We'll see if it's the same or if there's something's changed in your life, perhaps. But it's a nice way to get the uh, inspirational tires smoking here on Cars. Yeah. So, Chad, take the wheel. Honestly, Mark, I woke up this morning, a beautiful sunny day down here in the desert, and I I said, you know, every day on this side of the lawn is a good one. I, I love that because my dad used to say that, and he used to say that because his dad used to say that. And as my listeners know, I lost my dad last summer, and that's why I wasn't able to attend your event. And that's something he said every day. Now, tell me how you can incorporate that wonderful concept that when you get up, you're grateful for the day into the money and what you're helping the Boys Republic do. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's a wonderful way to think about life no matter what your day is facing. So uh, how, do you, how do you incorporate that into your daily life? I'll tell you something. I saw there's a kid of the Boys Republic, and I can't say his name, but he's graduated and he's still... Uh, the good thing about the Boys Republic, once you graduate, they find you homes to stay in while you're getting a job or finishing college. So it doesn't just end there, but this young kid stuck out in my mind. I think he was from Sacramento. His mom was a, 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 you know, a junkie and the father was in prison, whatever. But I just sent him here. And when he got to the campus, it's 500 acres. There's livestock that they take care of, gardens. Um, but he saw this place coming out of the ghettos of uh, Sacramento, and he thought this place was heaven. And the kids actually uh, excelled uh, like you wouldn't believe. So, I mean, that's kind of a connection for me, huh? To look through that kid's eyes, he really made me feel lucky. Well, you know, people like you and I that had parents that took care of us and loved us and, and offered us opportunity. We kind of take that for granted a little bit, but but boys like this young man you're talking about never had any of that. And and you always say, why does that kid act so bad? Why does he act up like that? Why does he take drugs? Well, go walk his shoes, and you might see what his life's about. And that's what Boys Republic, it changes their whole perspective on what can be. Is that how you view it? Totally, yes. I mean, they, uh, it does. Their mantra is nothing without labor, and I mean they make them work hard. They uh, there's student bodies, and it's a really good program. And Mark, during the car show, we have tours of the campus, so you can see where the kids live, where they eat, their training, everything that that they accomplish there. You can see on the car show day. If you do go, please, please take that tour. No doubt. And Ron mentioned to me, tell our listeners a little bit about how how the students there at the school get involved in the car show. Depending on how many kids are in the facility at the time, some or 100% of the students help. The night before, we have a dinner. Um, uh, and by the way, uh, we're expanding the dinner, so if you want to come, that's June 1st. I think there's still another 50 to 100 tables left. All the boys, and it's great to see their faces. I mean, they light up, but they serve food to the entire party. Mm-hmm. It's quite a thing to see. Uh, the next day for the car show, they're back at work, you know, helping with parking. It's an all around, uh, you know, they look forward to it every year, these kids. No kidding. Well, it's funny how if you just give a young person an opportunity by putting some responsibility in front of them and a reason to get up, not unlike what you just shared with us, any day above the lawn is a better day than below the lawn. 
that it's amazing how their outlook changes. I mean, they feel better about themselves. They, they realize that there's more to life, that they can do things. And for what you're doing here, they help, it helps them see that they can be grateful for what they're getting and that they can contribute. I think that's a, a key takeaway I hear from that. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, if you look at a kid that just arrived there and see him a year later and see their posture is different, yeah. the way they talk to you is different. I mean, you're right. Just their self-esteem just goes to a different level, you know? Yeah. Oh. And right, the other good thing about this place is the same faculty has been there for years and years and years and years. A lot of these kids, I'm not saying a lot, but there's a handful of teachers there that were actual uh, graduates of the Boys Republic. So it changed their life enough so they want to come back and, and spread the love, you know? Oh, gosh. Oh, what a fantastic turnaround that is. Well, let's go back in time a little bit for you. Talk a little about you and your passion for cars. You've been a car guy forever. No doubt your dad had a massive influence on you for that. I mean, we all know of all the fantastic cars he's had. I even have a book that was published about the cars of Steve McQueen. But tell us about your personal journey with cars, that pivotal moment when you were a little boy that you knew, you know what, I like cars just like my dad. Uh, and by the way, that book is called McQueen's Machines by there Matt Stone. There you go. Yep. 40% of the revenue or 16 went to the Boys Republic. I can't uh, remember. Matt, but, Matt's a great guy. You know, just what comes to mind, dude, obviously in the 917, that burned something in my heart and soul forever, but... Uh, at Le Mans, but uh, I remember being, my dad took delivery of a two-liter slate gray 69. It was November 68, and in fact, I still have that car to this day. It's all original. Never been touched or the motor been opened and doesn't uh, whisper any oil wow. or any smoke. I remember, you know, in those days, seat belts were, you know, but I remember sitting on the edge of the passenger seat holding on to the, uh, the dashboard of that very car and going over the... Uh, the bots dots, you know, the freeway bumps. Yeah. And just the shock of the, you know, I've been used to my mom's American cars, but the shock of that suspension going over that and feeling it go through the chassis. I mean, I could feel it in my ass, my feet, my leg. I mean, that to me just woke me up, you know? Yeah, no so, doubt. I mean, that was, a, that, that was a pivotal moment. And I was, you know, what, eight years old. Yeah. Something like that. Now, when your dad was uh, shooting Le Mans, how old were you when you were over there in uh, Europe with him? Well, I was I was uh, ten years old. Okay, so not too long after that. Ten years old. Yeah. Now, is that the car that was in the movie? Or I heard one time there was maybe two of those: one in Europe and one in the U.S. No, what happened was my dad loved that car so much uh, when Rico Sinemann wanted to give him a car for the shooting of the movie. My dad said, "Do the exact same car." But that year it was a 2.2 liter. And then after the filming was done, my dad brought it home, had both the 69 and that one. For some reason, I've driven both and I, I get it. Uh, I like the two liter on the cam better. Um, he sold the 2.2 liter to an attorney who kept it up until the time he passed. So that car was sold, I believe, in 2010 or 2008 for... 1.3 million U.S. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there was two cars. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the Porsche because one of my bucket list cars my whole life has been a 58 Speedster. Probably because I was born in 58, so that has something to do with it. But I know that you have your dad's first new car, which happens to be that car, right? 
In fact, uh, yeah, the 58 Speaker is sitting down at the Peterson right now for the Porsche exhibit. Yes. I'm having separation anxiety, but yeah, it was the, uh, <laughs> it was the uh, first new car my dad ever bought with the uh, money earned from Wanted Dead or Alive, his TV show, before he made any features. But uh, besides that, it was the first car he won a race in. And he took it, I mean, he raced Santa Barbara, Palm Springs, I mean, everywhere back then, Willow Springs. Uh, and yeah, I still have it to this day. It's got the knockoffs on it. And uh, I drive, I drive and I just have to be careful where and when, unfortunately. Well, yeah, when you have something that special and all the inattentive drivers these days that you have to watch out for. And the car's pretty small, so a lot of people in those big SUVs don't see you when you come buzzing by, but... Ah, it's uh, it's an awesome car. I've seen so many pictures of it. And uh, for those listeners, if you're going to be in the Los Angeles area, you got to check out the uh, Peterson exhibit of the Porsches because it's absolutely fantastic. You'll see that car and many others. There's a special car in your dad's life, that Mustang from the movie Bullet, that has been making a bit of the rounds. It was just in Washington, D.C. Um, any chance that we'll see that car at the uh, car show this year that you're putting on? You know, I, I know we're working on it. The word was that uh, it's a go, but you never know. Yeah. But listen, it's the 50th anniversary of the film this year, so I would hope they do it. But there's Mustangs coming down from Nova Scotia. I think the list of bullet Mustangs right now sits at 70. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we, we hope that car and goes there and... Listen, that's a real deal. My dad tried to get it back in 77, and it's making the round, so that should, would be the star attraction if it showed up. Okay, well, we'll all keep our fingers crossed. And I know our uh, our mutual friend, Nick Hunsiker, uh his poster he did for you this year features that car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Nick is kind enough since year one to donate a painting that gets auctioned off at the dinner, mm-hmm. and that raises, you know, 30000 40, 50 the grand. Yeah. So yeah, he's a great guy. He and Heather are awesome. He's a different guy. He loses his keys everywhere, but besides that, <laughs> well, I didn't know that about Nick. Now I have something to rib him about next time I see him. I think Heather tiled all his keys. Oh, did okay. Well, she could put one of those big sticks on it, like they do at the old gas station, so you can't walk away with it or you can't lose it. So maybe that's something we should. Uh, you and I can get together and uh, buy Nick a big stick to to uh, put all of his keys. No, on. no. The, the tile's better. You know what the tile is, right? The tile, yes. <laughs> Tell our listeners. Oh, the tile is a little chip that you put on your key or your phone or whatever, something you lose all the time, and you go on your laptop and it shows right where it is. There you go. There you go. Sorry, Nick. Thanks for letting us pick on you there. That was a shout out to Nick Unsiker. You listeners should check out his website. His artwork is absolutely spectacular. He's got a lot of cool, cool products for sale, too. I've got a couple pairs of his shoes, his shirts hats, just all sorts of things. He's got some really cool new uh, phone cases for your mobile phone that is just, they're just awesome. So, and an incredible watch that he puts together as well. Well, let's, um, you know, I'd love for you to tell our listeners uh, maybe a little bit more history. You don't have to go too deep in depth here, but I would love for them to really understand the dramatic effect the Boys Republic had on your father's life, because a lot of people look at your dad and they think, oh, okay, movie star, wonderful life his whole life. But he had a really tough childhood. And maybe walk through, you know, how he ended up there a little bit more and some of the things he might have shared with you that the school did for him 
things that he did at the school that ended up putting him into the movie business and being a superstar and then, of course, a race car driver. So I'd love for you to share a little bit of that story with our listeners so they understand the backstory of your dad's involvement with the Boys Republic. Yeah, you know, uh, like we touched on earlier, he had a, you know, he had a, he had a tough, tough childhood. He had an alcoholic mother that was never around, never knew his dad. And, uh, you know, like I said, he was doing petty theft to keep alive. And, and he ended up there at the Boys Republic. Like I said earlier, he said it's the one place that, that changed my life. And I, you know, my mom says it was a structure and the discipline that, that turned him around. And, you know, after that, he went on to the Marines, but he never forgot the Boys Republic. He was a street kid, a tough, tough kid. And then somebody once said uh, his life made Jack Kerouac look like a pussy. But I think it did give him focus in life and structure. And then he went to the Marines. And then uh, with his GI Bill, he started acting. But like I said, he never forgot the Boys Republic. Yeah, fantastic. It's been around since 1907. It's turned, I think, it's turned around 33,000 kids into, you know, taxpaying citizens. Yeah, yeah. It's just absolutely incredible. Now, a reminder of listeners, how many years has the show been going on? It's been going on 10 years now. 10 years. And it's just getting bigger and bigger. 10 years. Yeah, it's incredible. And, you know, these shows are not easy to put on. And it it's not for the, uh, the, the wonderful team that you've put together. So many people that donate time. I mean, you just can't thank them all because there's so many of them and the kids, of course. But how much money, again, have you guys raised? Do you have a total you've raised over the course of 10 years to help the school? Yeah, it's it's well over a million. You go, you, the Ron Harris or Chris Burns would have the exact figure, but the, you know the boys are, are are kept in separate cottages that are feel uh, you know spread across the campus. And the one my dad was in hadn't been touched at the you know since he was there. Same old floors, urinals. They had a, a shower that was like a trough with one shower head, which is really un, not up to par. So. Uh, Peter Dunkel brought a guy by who was a big Porsche collector, and he saw and he donated money. The floors got redone, the bathrooms, uh, plumbing, everything got redone because of the show. But I don't want to keep harping on the same, keep going over the same stuff. But <laughs> I understand. Get, yeah, no, it's great. We'd love to have you guys. Absolutely. Well, when you were last on the show back in February of 2016, we did talk at length about the movie that you put together the man, uh, Steve McQueen, the man and Lamont. And I just wondered real briefly, after two years of that film having been out, how was it received? What's your opinion of how the film was received by uh, by fans like like me? You know, it's been, I've had nothing but uh, a positive feedback. I mean, people uh, finding the film, we did, I mean, the balancing uh, footage like we did, I mean, that was a bonus. But, you know, it's been on planes. A lot of friends sent me uh pictures from the plane you know showing the film in front of them so yeah it was worth worth all the hard work and uh i'm really proud of that picture yeah you should be it was awesome it was awesome a really uh, in-depth look into the history of the film and your father well let's have a little bit of fun i'd love for you to share with maybe some of my new listeners here i know i asked you this question last time you're on the show but what was your first really special car the first car that you got that had great meaning for you in your life well, it would have to be my first car, you know, which was a 49 Chevy, tr- Chevy truck. I mean, uh, 3,100. Unlike today, you know, where kids could use Lyft and Uber. I mean, it, it was a such a sense of freedom, you know, to be able to go wherever you wanted, whenever you wanted. I'd have to say a 49 Chevy 3,100 pickup truck. I always ask my guests about seller's remorse. Is there a vehicle you've let go that you really wish you had back? Is it that old truck? 
You know, I had it. It actually got uh, stolen, funny oh, enough. Oh, and, no. Uh, yeah, I had it up until 20 years ago. But anyways, um, it, it seems to be once I'm done with something, I'm done. But uh, no, I don't have remorse. Well, good for you. That's a good way to live your life. Don't look in the rearview mirror. Look out the windshield. That's why it's bigger than the rearview mirror, because it's a lot more important what's down the road. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Chad. Makes you think a little bit about yourself and how you perceive yourself. What kind of car would you be and why? And this isn't what you want to be. This is how you perceive yourself as a person. I'd like to think of myself as a Porsche, but I'm probably a beat-up old Ford truck. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like that answer for a lot of reasons. And as I know you and I've known you over the years... Yeah, you're just kind of a a low-key guy. I mean, you know, you like to enjoy cars, but and I know you used to race cars, so you were really fast and uh, love to go fast today, even in the cars you drive. But uh, I think that's a nice answer. Kind of fits you kind of nicely, I think. So, (laughs) Well, thank you for that. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, up next is the last lap, Chad. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, this is Mark Green. You know, I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school. That was way back in 1975. This month, I'm offering you, as a Cars Yow listener, a very special deal. Starting April 16th, 2018 through April 30th, 2018, you'll receive 10% off all NOAA Fabric custom car covers and 10% off all Wolf Ready Fit semi-custom covers. Simply use the code CARSYAP on checkout at Covercraft.com. Noah is the most popular outdoor fabric specially made by Kimberly Clark to protect your special vehicle. It provides maximum protection from the harmful UV rays of the sun, rain, dust, those nasty bird droppings, snow, dings, and it's breathable, and it's very soft on your paint. Wolf ready-fit semi-custom covers are an economical option and provide indoor and outdoor protection for your special car. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me later, and your car will thank me too. That's Covercraft.com, and be sure to use the code CARSYEAH at checkout. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Chad, we are back and we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a couple of questions for you and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Don't hit anything. Now, who did that advice come from? Was that your father? My dad. Your dad. My dad. 
Yeah, that seems pretty simple, but you know what? Yeah, don't hit anything. And I know you had a horrible accident in your racing career, and you did hit something, So, uh, but um, yeah, that's a wise advice from a parent. Sounds like something a dad would say. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, just something I didn't listen to, obviously. Well, one time, yeah, but... Uh, I think you've listened. I think you've listened ever since. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your life over the past years? I think I said this on the last show. It's got to be the bicycle. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm addicted to my bicycles. Yeah. You know. You I know. know I, ride I know you are. In fact, I'll let our listeners know that uh, you know we set up this phone call for the morning, but uh, Chad said can't call you until I've ridden my bicycle. So <laughs> every morning, uh, you know, we have beautiful off-road riding here and uh, I'm addicted to it. Yeah, it's great. It's a great sport for sure. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? I'd have to be my dad. Well, of course. Yeah, of course it would. Yeah, that would be quite special for sure. And uh, right. yeah, I'd sure love to be sitting there with you guys to just be a fly on the wall and listen to what you had to say to each other. Wish I could make that yeah, happen. It'd be, it'd be a trick. Yeah, it would. I know I asked you when you're on the show before, and you gave me a lot of great answers about great books that you might recommend to our listeners. We have a great place on the website here called Guest Recommended Books, where lots of books, over a thousand books are listed. But is there maybe, since the last time we talked in the last two years, a new book that you've gotten that you really like that you could share? You know what, dude? I I don't want to you know sound like a, a you know a self promoting thing, but we did a new graphic novel uh, on my dad uh, with Lamont and it uh, really is stunning. The artwork and the, you know, it took two, two, maybe three years to get this thing right, the artwork and all that, but mm -hmm. it's called My Dad in Lamont and it's a graphic novel and it's uh, by Garbo Studio. So check that out. It's really uh, well done. Where can people find that book? I think you can get it online. I, I'm not exactly sure, but it's everywhere. All the magazines were reviewing it. It's been great. So I'm sure you can find it online somewhere. I'll tell our listeners, because uh, I have a little sneak peek here. You can get this at McQueenLamar.com. And this is a very cool book. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because uh, it's really unique and different. And for those people that maybe aren't into graphic novels, I would encourage you to, to grab it. And if you love cars... You're going to want this thing because it is, it's super cool. I really like the way it turned out. I know. I mean, it's just the color so rich. It just uh, comes to life. And by the way, uh, the second edition is coming out here within the next uh, eight months, I believe. Okay. Well, cool. Well, I'll make sure when it comes out, you let me know. Shoot me a text and I'll make sure that I alert all my listeners about that cool book. Very cool. I'm glad you brought that okay. up. Yeah. <laughs> And by the way, uh, by the way, the other book I'm reading right now is uh, 33 Years of Porsche by Peter Falk. Ah, yes. I'm glad you mentioned that one, too. Cool. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, you can find all these cool links that Chad has shared on his show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com, click on Chad, or type in Chad McQueen. Both his first show with me will come up and this show, and you can find all these cool links. All right. I'm going to ask you the... Uh, the big doozy question, I call it here on Cars, yeah. If you can have only one cool collector car in your garage, and let's just say for today that you have to get rid of your dad's speedster, you got to get rid of all the cool cars you have, but I'm going to buy you one car. It doesn't matter where it is, what it costs, just one car. And I'm not going to buy you back the speedster because we're going to remove that from the equation. We know that you don't want to give that one up. 
but something new, something different in your garage that you maybe lusted after all these years. What would that car be and why? God, I was just at the Thermal Racetrack out here in the desert maybe two weeks ago. I wouldn't mind sitting in my garage at 9083, uh, yeah. the Sifrit Redmond car from Targa. I mean, uh, yeah, that just does something for me. Uh, yeah. In fact, I saw some uh, video and some pictures of that day you were out there at Thermal. Did, yep. you, did you get to drive the car? No, 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 no. I was just out there watching and smelling, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, the 908. Yeah. What a, uh, yeah. What a special car. That would be cool. I mean, everybody I've talked to from Vic to Brian, they say that was the most, probably the best handling car they've driven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've had both those guys as guests here on the show. We both talked about that, that 908. There's just something special about those cars. I, I, all the Porsches are cool. The 917s, of course, and all the different race cars, 935s, and I mean, 962s, all of them, but. The 908 has a personality to me. It's just like a little friend or something. What is it about that car that, yeah, ticks your box? I like the two also, but the three basically just built for Nürburgring and the Targa. Um, I mean, if you look where the driver's front legs are and how short the wheelbase is and how much it weighed, that had to be a ton of fun to drive. Yeah, go-kart, a big go-kart for sure. Except for the legs part. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dangerous cars as well. Well, listen to Steve McQueen's quote, don't hit anything, and then you'll have a ah. fun time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about the Friends of Steve McQueen Car Show? You can uh, go on the Boys Republic website, and I'm sure Ron, and you can go on the Friends of McQueen. That'll bring it up. There you go. There you go. And I'll make sure that I put... All these references on Chad Shono's page. I would encourage you to go to the SteveMcQueenCarshow.com. Check out this show. If you're going to be anywhere in the Los Angeles area around June 2nd, you got to attend because it's just a spectacular event. And know that everything that you're spending there and all the time you're spending there is going back to help this community, to help our community, our world community, to help young people get their lives straight so that they can come out and contribute to society and uh, and not be a challenge and uh, and save their lives as well. Very, very cool. And you can learn more about the Steve McQueen Car Show on the Boys Republic website as well. Chad, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me again. It's so good to catch up with you. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. See you, Mark. Thank you. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. 
Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!